0: Today is October 12th, 2020, and let's see what's behind Kyle's Door. Ah, today, today, today. Today in America is Columbus Day. Today in Canada is Thanksgiving. And for most of the rest of the world... It's Monday, October 12th. After the motivation episode, I was looking to see what I was going to do next. And it came down to two that I ultimately put aside for this one. One was last week was the 10-year anniversary of the loss of one of my good friends and the circumstances behind it and being young compound it, right? Everybody's gonna have loss, and that was gonna be the theme, but that was just not positive enough. Second, which I'll get back to soon enough, is a rundown The Kyle's Door website and what different things that was on there. Like there's a anime quiz, talking about some wrestling, different things just to draw people's attention there. But yesterday changed things in the direction that I wanted to take this episode. Aptly named, or the working title, since whenever I'm done we'll see what it actually is called. Interaction or validation? Question mark. The world of social media has changed how people can interact. Whether it's good, bad, or whatever. And since I'm getting sick of politics, even though I did talk about it as my mini teaser, yes, being informed is good. Having misinformation jammed in your face from political ads which is not a new thing like you know mudslinging goes back to the beginning of of it all but in this all access all the time media it's front and center like it has been has not been before and i'm tired of that so to pivot from that and to be more positive, I wanted to step away and just look at more things positively. And with a prayer practice, um, you know, meditation, or just kind of getting yourself set process and gratitude and things like that, yesterday morning, I I got into this flow state of positivity and when I was sipping my coffee, which I am right now through my pints of Aquinas mug, I was just flipping the web, looking at, you know, Twitter, looking at different more non political stories and something I came across was food or something like that and over the past couple weeks i had rewatched the masterchef season that dino had won and it was a memorable season mainly because there was a lot of decent people in there and the drama wasn't too high the people were likable so each week when you saw them it was pleasant thing. And you really cheered for most people on there. Some you could tell weren't going to make it, but that doesn't that didn't stop you from cheering for them. And the finale was fantastic. But the one person that stood out, obviously, was Dino. And there there was just something different. Um something relatable yet something, I don't want to say enviable, but something you would want to strive for. And that was his authenticity. He was not ashamed to be himself. And whether he was overly excited, emotional, or cocky or skillful or caring all of those things he was a hundred percent them now i know it's an edited tv show but i did find in the interwebs you know some interviews he's done uh, especially there's one with two guys that i'll try to find the link for where he kind of just talks about in you know he's pretty cocky in there which is pretty good because you have to be to win something like that where he's like i can cook (laughs) and i was on a cooking show i can cook and i won (laughs) i mean take out any type of context there and you read those words on the page and it makes perfect sense if you can cook and you go on a cooking show there's a good chance especially with an amateur cooking show there's a quote-unquote amateur there's a good chance you can win So I'm in this state, and that, you know, we had just finished watching that, and it was really cool, so I just sent out a tweet, and this is where the topic of today comes into play, and I mainly just put out the tweet to the Void. The fact that you're hearing this is crazy in that this isn't like a self-diary. However, this has zero expectation of reaching anybody. And if it reaches even one person, that's a win. And the same thing with the Twitter for this. It's out into the void. Now, of course, I'm going to at Dino just so... A, if someone's searching, A, would be able to see that. But B, the cool thing is that there's a potential that he can see it. And the, what I noticed within well, the 10 minutes I posted it, it was liked by and even shared in a picture on his Instagram story. And that was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome not because, and this is the title of the episode, it wasn't a validation. I didn't put that out there to be seen. It wasn't a notice me senpai type of thing. It was, hey, I have this thoughts and feelings, and of course you can share whatever you, whatever you want to share on the, on the internet these days. But I wanted to get them out there. And instead of going to like a... Top of a cliff and just screaming it... You know, there's other ways to do that nowadays. But this would be the same thing as... Screaming that on the top of the cliff... And having the person that you're screaming at... To, or screaming it about or whatever... Hear it. And that was the case here. It was just something known... It was just knowing the fact that... I had these positive vibes... I put out that for the world to know, hey, you know, there's a person here who respects what I know and what is presented of this person. And to know that that person saw that is really kind of cool and humbling and awesome. The way social media works nowadays and the way people can interact with people is a barrier that's been broken down but another one has been put in its place in that there are times where you reach out to a creator, a celebrity, somebody above rank than above social rank, I guess, than yourself. Someone that's known to other people and to a lot of people. And if you get that notice me senpai notice, that's There's a weird way of how that interacts. Because now. A person of that stature. Can. Make someone's day. By adding them. Or. And and go about their day. Without a second glance. And that's why the disclaimer. of This one is going to be pretty name dropped. In that. How I interacted with those people. So it could be a make day, and it's very simple and it's no real thought or interaction on their end. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's saying, you know, if you're flooded with messages and stuff, and you just, you know, kick back one or something like that, that one that, or even tens of thousands and you just say hey thanks for the cool words or or a retweet or a like or uh, whatever and I'm not talking about like cameo things where you pay the money for where this is you know just normal interaction it's It has honestly nothing to do with the celebrity in question, but the person the person's motivations for putting out whatever they did and that can fall into two buckets: whether they're trying to interact and again there's extremes and there's unhealthy things and all that stuff, but we're not getting into... just general talk to interact or because they're a fan of some sort and they feel validated whenever they get that reply or they get the Twitch streamer to shout out their name or whatever. So, you know, there, there has been times where you throw something out there and you're like, Maybe it's a criticism. And especially in this highly politicized world, a lot of people want to get their opinions out there and they want the person to see that what you're saying is right and whatever they're doing is wrong. And more than likely, that's going to be in the void. So if you want something heard, positivity works. It's the nature of the world, right? You want more positivity when I mean, you would rather read something positive about yourself than something negative but again it cycles back to the motivation involved and the Especially whenever, from my experience, with not having a following at all, nor should I, posted some audio clips to the internet, yay, wrote some words and put it on a blog, anybody can do that. But just getting words out there that are positive, I think is fantastic. And to know that they actually landed. Is icing on the cake. And that's really cool. It offers. The. Ability for others to see. That hey this. Almost like a Yelp review. Right. This was my Yelp review to the world. That person A is cool. Person A saw that retweeted whatever and said, you know, this is what people think of me. And when people search that, they can see that But it is I don't know, it's kinda it's kinda cool in a way and it does have it does have a validating effect when it's like, oh, okay there are words said and there were words listened to. And just knowing that they were listened to is probably the the best case scenario but it is weird in that this isn't something that previously was done you didn't have this connection to be able to be across the world and some people grew up only knowing this and that's just a crazy thought but there was time and honestly not that long ago (laughs) that that just wasn't a thing like you wrote postcards or letters. There were like books that would get you, that would say like who the, either the publisher or the agent or the or the agency that some celebrity or somebody worked for and you could write to the sports team's marketing department or something and maybe get back a decal (laughs) books were the days of the past now it's a click of a button and somebody somewhere potentially can see that now what's crazy is the statistics of say YouTube of the countless number of hours and days or whatever of video that's like Uploaded every minute, hour, day. It's mind-boggling. But what that means is that there is truly something out there for everyone, regardless of your preference. And you have your extremes, you have your... You could probably find the most hateful thing out there But the hope is if you, if the world overwhelms that with positive stuff, then that's kept out of most of the day to day. And most people, I would say, aren't looking for the bad. Road Rage compilations aside. (laughs) But with that that means that if you throw something out there yourself, yes, it's a drop in the ocean, but it could be that specific drop that resonates with someone else. And so we'll pivot a little bit this past week. Most people know the, well, not most people, a good bit of people know the YouTuber Matthew Santoro. He did a lot of facts videos at one point in time, and top ten stuff whenever list listicles were, were the trend. Has a couple million following, and had taken some time off. Had drama follows anyone, so there's that with a moving company and lately has shifted a little bit of focus to the Twitch platform and playing a game. Well, that has been the case for the past week and watching watching a new dynamic develop, is, is interesting because there definitely is the notice me senpai, there's the only fan type interaction. And then there's your common person just watching someone play a game. And it's weird looking at others and you're hoping that whatever comment you make doesn't fit into that thing normally it's like go left at the tree and you're like did that come off wrong was that was that too aggressive was that too simpy so self-awareness is definitely a weird thing in this day and age because historically that probably wasn't even a thing to think about but one random person came through and was asking you know how do i grow my twitch channel it's like well this don't know why you're asking him he just started but okay but i replied and it was like look you if you want to grow it you have a consistent schedule you play the popular games so you're on the trending tab and normally you start off, you know, one of the tips is interacting with the audience. And then it gets, once it gets big enough, you kind of just set them aside. <laughs> but what, so Matthew read that and he said something about, you know, I want to play, yes, I want to play some popular stuff, but I want to play the stuff I want to play too. And that, I think, is the more real piece of this in that you can SEO, search engine optimization, trending Twitter hashtags, and playing the popular games on Twitch. You can strategize how you get more visibility in some cases that can be used as a means to an end you can build up something that's maybe not your best creative but you know will get views, clicks, whatever and use the platform that you gain from that audience to do something which you really want and it's tried and true method. There's branding companies all over the place about how to hack the system, quote unquote, or gurus out there that can grow your mailing list by two hundred percent in a one click. But and I went down that road a little bit and it was not not good. And yes, there's a big difference if you're trying to make a career out of it if that's what you're doing for money and you want to do that quickly and whatnot. But authenticity is the sacrifice there. My thoughts and what I'm showing here is that it's not going to be the probably the most popular thing not the, the trendy thing if there's a topic or a hashtag that fits the bill great but I'm not out searching for that and what that will do is even if it doesn't land it's something that you want out there it's not something fake it's not something you're just doing to get the click that's all it was why well, do it th- i do it at all and normally the underlying scenario is money but that said if if you do gain any following from that, then it's more or less real, meaning if you're posting about a specific topic that's really only unique to you, then anybody that finds that theoretically has the same type of interest, at least in that regard, to you. So, while you won't easily be found, when you are found, it is going to be more genuine. And having that be the case, I think, is more... It's That's a different validation than than being noticed right because now you're doing something yourself and then the pivot back off of that tangent back to the topic at hand Uh, what was my start in getting noticed by the world Uh, Twitter was fairly new I think I think Big Brother twelve was the thing. And the first thing I really did was for um there was one character he had wore sunglasses and I said something about that. And that was like the first um first interaction. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was cool. And it's like, you throw something out there, especially the first time, it's like, eh, not gonna land. And it does, it's like, oh, that's a neat feeling that you were able to interact with someone half a world away and who doesn't know you from Adam, but, you know, appreciates what you said. And... this world just made it so much easier so that was I think his name was Enzo from Big Brother 12 Ryder Strong who I've been a huge fan of Um, most notably known from Boy Meets World as Sean Hunter but I had like the was it The Secret Pact like Eyes of Fire, or some for like they changed the name with um, Al from Step by Step, Cabin Fever, and all the different horror genre things he went off on. Uh, the just following and the the short movies he's made with his brother, all those things, and. You know, that interaction, I don't want to say it was a noticeable one, but that was kind of cool in that he has a literary podcast and because of that he was more accessible to some comment somewhere and that was cool. And he's done a lot of different things and Recently, or I guess over the course of this year, he does stuff with like a, I know, a library or students and they write their own stories and I don't think they help get them publish or something. Well, when Zoom meetings were a big thing this year, the winner of something, like one of those contests, got to have her book acted out and Ryder was one of the people that was was doing the acting so that was cool yeah, he has a literary disco podcast which makes which they account for that which you, is run by different people mainly I think Todd but it gets messages out there in a more accessible way I think specifically because it has a smaller audience than like he would have in, in general terms And then there's things like where you try to get kind of involved in something that you think is kind of out there. Where back in the day, the PodNuts community was really cool. And they would talk about tech stuff and Android apps and Linux and all those cool things. And I, for one of their shows, I took notes for a good bit to help with their show notes. And that was cool. And that was just kind of cool noticing and interacting with, again, people across the world because you have a common interest. There was one scenario with a Catholic, apologist who was coming to town for like a school thing and it, I don't know if it was open to the public or not and he specifically called out things on Twitter to make it be like yeah you know we're not gonna start until you get there and I was like oh that was cool that was Matt Fradd who has the Pints with Aquinas podcast and the mug that I'm sipping out of right now And just the way you can interact across the world. And it does take your motivation going into that to get something out of it. Whether that's noticing me or, hey, I just want to show something out there. For example, with um, Matt Hardy, the wrestler, who has been fantastic. Fantastic and since well mainly since the 90s, uh, him and his brother took the wrestling world by storm, and we were the Hardy Boys. But he was always the the thinker of the group. And he he was always just you could tell there's something cool. And whenever he replied on something on Twitter, that was that was pretty awesome. And by different events, you know, one event I got to get a picture taken with them and then at another event, you know, I got to print it out and have him sign it. So things like that are just really cool. And people have that in in general. And you could always have had something like that. But the fact that there was a internet log of something that of that interaction was kind of cool. So oh one more is f- there was the minimal- minimalist movie or documentary and the guy that shot the thing Matt Diavella was really co- is is really cool and whenever they they had a tour for their podcast and he worked with that and that came to town obviously the main two guys are you know, the focal points but it w- was really cool after the show I found him was, was able to chat up him that was cool because it's one of those things where it doesn't feel that out of reach someone like that even though it is, this guy put in countless hours of work to get something that was shown on Netflix and has a huge following, but at the same time is just a normal person and that's cool just to be able to and even to say that you know you knew someone you supported someone on the on the way up and just that you're not that you're like the only one that could see how awesome something or someone is but that you know they don't get follower 50 without follower 49 (laughs) and to know that you're not in (laughs) that you're in one of those early numbers that was built up built on top of that's always that's really cool and you can make like the stock market comparison when you're trying to get in early so that whenever you know at the at the early price and whenever it skyrockets so you're good there but it's again if you're authentic and with the people that I you know, either admire, look up to, or want to either want to emulate or just think that they're cool in some way, or hey, that's something that I would never be able to do, but it's cool that somebody is type of deal. There's something relatable in that. And if I were to go through my interests and where my interests kind of start and stop. It's vastly different than what you would expect if you picked out one genre of interest, and you know you like anime. Have you seen? Do you know of you like fantasy? Have you played or you're you make that expectation that you know, certain movies are watched, certain games are played, certain things are part of that. And I don't really fit that. At least I don't think, and especially we, because whenever you say, oh yeah, I like this and, and I know a good bit about that. And someone asks you what they think is the, the common question to follow up. Oh yeah. So you know about this. So what's your thoughts on, and you're like, I don't know. I have, I haven't seen it. I don't, I don't fit that bill for that. So when you do that yes and I guess it's even in life. Yes, it makes you not as click friendly. It does open up the conversation to be, oh well, you know, tell me about that. But if but if you don't fit, you know, that specific genre, the the people that would expect that obviously aren't gonna really for that reason aren't gonna stay around if that's all they're there for however if someone kind of is on your trajectory on your wavelength then it's like oh well that's cool that's someone kindred that's that's something relatable i i like this and i like you know these specific things but i what everybody else is interested in, I have no interest, even though I'm supposed to. And this person's doing the same thing. Well, that's that's relatable. So what this all boils down to and comes back around to is you know, interaction and validation. A synonym for both of them is connection. And whether that's fleeting, whether it's someone just you know atting their fans and going about their day, it's usually not fleeting on the other side or if it's where you know they take a bigger portion out of their day or their time and they devote it whether it's a talk, signing conversation back and forth or whatever it's a basic human instinct and want is that validation is that interaction but ultimately that connection all that said please see yourself out and close Kyle's door